You're listening to Hope on the Homefront, the official podcast for Homefront Heroes Ministries. I'm your host, Taylor Blackburn. We're a group of military wives on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. We're jumping in the trenches to encourage you when you're struggling, help you grow in your faith, and support you through military life. Because here, you are seen. Here, you're essential. Here, you are never alone. Welcome home. Let's go. Hey, Hope Keepers. Hope you're having a great week so far. Thanks for choosing to click play today. I have my co-host with me, the sound of looming, buzzing helicopters in the background. Do you hear them? Maybe not, but they're there as always. (laughs) And uh, this week I wanted to come on and talk about something that has kind of been burrowing itself in my brain. And y'all know anytime I get like this, I have to just verbally process through what I'm thinking and what God's sharing to my heart. So that's kind of what we're going to do. Once again, unscripted, just you and me chatting it up. So I hope you're ready for that. Uh, We are in the process of buying a house. First time ever in our over 10 years of marriage that we have done this. Uh, We typically move pretty much every two to three years, as is the norm for military families. And we've just always rented. We thought it was easier. Well, now with us being at this current assignment a little bit longer, we thought, hey, this makes sense to buy something. Maybe it can be kind of like an investment opportunity. Maybe the Lord will bless it and we will be able to sell it later, maybe make a profit. I don't know what the future holds, but this is where we're at. We think it's a good idea. And so we have been working really hard in trying to buy a house. And we found one house that we fell in love with. If you have ever done house hunting, searching for a home to buy, then you know as well as I do that typically you will find a house that you fall in love with, that you can totally picture yourself, you know, having coffee and sitting near this window and the kids playing in that corner. Oh, it's going to be great. And so we found that house super close to post. It was a great size. It had an amazing backyard, kind of checked all the boxes outside of a few cosmetic things. No problem. We put in an offer And it got passed up for another one. But it came down to the two of us. So we were heartbroken. And then in that same 24-hour period, they said, hey, things fell through with that person. We are actually going to open up offers again. Now, why they didn't just default choose us, I will never know. But they opened it up for offers again. We put in another offer. We even increased it. We were like, this is it. This is happening this time. And it came down to us and one other family, and they chose the other family. So in a 24-hour time period, I lost the house that I wanted two times over. And I was so frustrated. Actually, even still am just a little bit, let's be honest. And so as this whole thing has been going on, and I've gone from these high and low moments, these emotional, you know, filled moments of being so excited and then heartbroken and just anything and everything in between, I have had this thought in my head, like, I feel like I'm playing red light, green light with God. Have you ever felt Like you're playing red light, green light with God. Like where you feel like you're supposed to do something and you're you're trying to to make it happen. You're like, okay, green light. And then out of nowhere, it seems like, no, 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 red light. And you hit pause or stop. 
and you are kind of confused because you're like, hey, I thought the light was green. I want to go. But the light is now red and then it is green again and then it's red again. (laughs) That is absolutely 110% how I've been feeling lately. And I think this happens a lot, whether it be, um, you know, in regards to house hunting or maybe it's waiting for orders and you get hard, you know, orders cut and then something happens and they switch it last minute and then you're sent somewhere different and then your husband is deployed as soon as you get there and it just feels like a bunch of back and forth red light, green light and you are left feeling worn out, a little frustrated and super confused. Like, please tell me I'm not the only one that does this because I love the Lord with all my heart, but there are times that I just don't understand. It just doesn't make sense to me. And I cannot see how these things are ever going to result in me reaching the destination that I think I'm supposed to reach. And I once heard this story from Ravi Zacharias. He was, uh, I think, an apologetist that was talking about this story of a village. And I want to share this with you because I have never forgotten it since initially hearing it. And I think that it connects. Again, this is me verbal processing. So sorry if this doesn't land at the end of it all. In this story, he shares about a village and there was this father and son duo. They were working the fields together, doing all the things, right? They come across some wild horses. And these wild horses are just that. They're wild. They're running all over the place. Well, somehow this dad and son end up capturing and catching these uh, these horses. They they get them to calm down and they're able to bring them back to their, their little farm area. And everyone in the village, you know, is so impressed with them, so shocked that they were able to get these free horses, you know, and they're like, wow, wow, what great luck that you and your son have now been blessed with these free horses. That's just so amazing. Probably a little bit of jealousy mixed in with their compliments, right? Um, And so this father and son duo begin trying to tame them, train them, get them to be working horses that can be productive on their farm. And at one point, the this horse rears up and ends up kind of running over and stomping on this son, breaking his leg in the process. So here you have this father who relies very heavily on his young son to help keep up with the farm work. And now his leg has been broken and he's no longer (laughs) helpful and useful in the way that he needs to be. So, of course, all the villagers in the town, they say, oh, what bad luck that these horses ever came into your life. Now your son has a broken leg. What bad luck for you. Shortly after, a gang rolls into town and demands that all able bodied young men come with them to go on their rampage war, you know, efforts. And they saw the son with his broken leg and they considered him useless to them. So they passed up on forcibly taking him with them. And so then the villagers crowd around and say, 
What? What good luck that those horses came and broke your son's leg because now you get to keep him with you. And in this short little story, you hear this back and forth ping pong mentality of joy, you know, rejoicing and pain and complaining. And a lot of times we don't see the intersection moments where um, if things aren't fully benefiting us, we decide to curse God. We decide to doubt God. We decide to put him at arm's length and question him and become frustrated and angry. But I've been so captivated by this thought that it is through our painful moments that we are truly positioned to bring forth meaningful praise to the Lord, to lift up with genuine authenticity praise to the Lord for who he is, simply for that, for who he is and not just what he does. Because a lot of us, we want a savior, right? We want God to redeem us, to forgive us, to restore us, to rescue us. But we don't want a Lord who says, do this, don't do that. We don't want to follow him when he says green light or especially when he says red light. Because sometimes when he says green light, we don't want to go. We want to hang out. We want to keep doing things our way. We don't want to move forward in faithful obedience to say yes. And then there are times when he says stop. And we want to keep going. All we want is to keep going. It feels that sense of impatience building in our hearts, that lack of peace, that lack of rest, all these things that begin to stir in our hearts and in our minds we find ourselves saying, but God, why are you saying stop? I want to go. And we kind of do this weird ping pong flip-flopping, just like the villagers did with not being able to just stay focused on the, the things of the Lord. You know, they were viewing situations and circumstances fully in the moment as the end-all be-all, instead of having faith and trusting in the Lord who knows all and is all. I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is Yahweh. He is the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. And so because of that, that means that we don't need to necessarily focus on viewing life as a game of red light, green light of growing frustrated in moments where he's saying green light and we don't want to go and we're hesitating. We don't need to focus on getting frustrated when he says red light because we just want to go do things our way, have things our way. We need to stop and focus on allowing our praise and our obedience and our faithfulness to be the number one thing That is filling every thought, every word, and every action of our everyday. And it's hard, especially in the moments where there is pain. But you guys, that thought 
of pain sometimes positioning us to more fully and authentically bring forth praise is so beautiful. Because I'm sure that the father-son duo had an opportunity to praise the Lord when they found these horses. And you know that they were praising the Lord when the gang that came into town spared their son because of his broken leg. But what do we do in the middle? What do we do in the in-between? Right? Where we're in that period of joy to joy moments where there is pain and suffering in those in-between times. What are we doing with that? Because prayer is called to be constant, not just situational. And there are a few scriptures that talk about that. You know, Romans 12, 12, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, which is suffering, be constant in prayer. Or Philippians 4, 6, this is a classic, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, which basically just means having a humble, grateful heart. Let your requests be made known to God. And then there was a scripture I found in Exodus 14, 14. I love it so much because I need it so much. It says, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Friends, I am someone who is very busy. I go, go, go. I don't know how to say no. I'm a people pleaser. And these are things that are not always good attributes to have. Um, I need to let the Lord work on me and continue to do a good work in me. But a lot of times I think I need to just do more. That being still is the worst thing in the world. The worst feeling in the world to rest. What is that? I have so much that needs to get done. But the Lord is the one who makes things happen. The Lord is the one who does the fighting. We need only to be still. And you know what? There have been so many times that by me not being still, I got in the way of the Lord fighting for me. I got in the way of the Lord working things out. And so as I'm going through this house buying process and dealing with the aches and pains of losing out on this one house I wanted, now we are under contract on a new house that we do really love and we believe is going to be a huge blessing. And I keep finding myself feeling conflicted You know, over not wanting to give praise and be joyful and grateful to the Lord for this new home he's provided because I keep looking back, thinking about things of old, right? The other house that was, the one that got away. And I just don't understand. But I don't always have to understand. You don't always have to understand. We aren't called to understand in order to obey. We're simply called to obey. And so when God says green light, we go. And when God says red light, we stop. And every step in between, we trust and we pray and we rejoice in hope. 
Because we know, as we say, and you can say it with me, that he is our hope on the home front, right? So as you are navigating your life, your military life, your wife life, your mom life, your faithful follower of the Lord life, do that. Think about the red light, green light moments, the moments when you don't want to go, but he's saying go. The moments when you don't want to stop, but he's saying stop. Identify it in that moment, how you're feeling, how you're wrestling against him, what you might submit to him with a humble heart of gratitude and prayer to let him know what your requests are, but to be faithful in obedience, to be patient and to be constant in your prayer and your praise, trusting that as we've said before, he works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. You can take that to the bank. Okay. I know it's hard. And there are times where broken legs feel too painful, but you never know what that pain is positioning you for. You never know what those moments of pain might actually be sparing you from additional pain later on. Trust him. Trust him. Praise him for who he is and not only what he does. Because the fact that you have working ears right now To hear this, the fact that you have breath in your lungs and a beating heart in your chest shows that he is so faithful, he is so good, he is on the throne, he sees you, he knows you, he loves you, and you can trust him fully with your life. And that is your hope on the home front. Thanks for tuning in. From our heart to yours, we hope that this podcast is your go-to place for encouragement on the home front. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was from this episode by having you take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag us at HFH underscore ministries or on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries so we can get connected with you, get to know you more, and hear from you firsthand what specific encouragement you're looking for. This is home. This is the place to have the hard conversations. And until we chat next, get out there and find the joy.